Well, here we are, another evening in the course of love. Uh, we are currently in the second treatise, the treatise on the nature of unity, and we'll be reading chapter 13 this evening, The Final Call. And this is the final chapter of the second treatise, and then we'll go into the third treatise probably next week, and that's the treatise on the personal self. And we have Judy, Gloria, Yvonne, and me, and hopefully Lana coming on. And you know the protocol, so I don't have to keep repeating it. You know, just be cognizant of muting and not stepping on each other's toes when we speak. So let's get ourselves centered. I wish my nose would stop running. I'd be fine. (laughs) Uh, So here we are. Let's close our eyes, center ourselves, bring the mind and the heart together and hold heart in it. Take a nice deep breath. Just relax. Stop the world, the world out there. Connect with the oneness of who we are. Remember that oneness. We are all one with God. And as we replace negative, unproductive thoughts with images of wellness, prosperity, order, and love, we participate in a healing of our total being. We visualize, believe in, and accept our good. All those words. Replace the negative unproductive thoughts with wellness. Replace them with prosperity, order, and love. Participate in the healing. Visualize it, feel it, believe it, and accept it. Know it. The love, the peace, joy. It's ours. It's always ours. The peace and love is constant. We stop the chatter of our minds and our thoughts. Just relax into that. Feel it. Let it take you over. Let your body relax. Let the mind relax. Feel the muscles relaxing. Drifting away. <laughs> but I'm back. So, here we are. Like I said, it's Judy, Gloria, and Yvonne. This final chapter, 13, the final call, is actually only six paragraphs. So, you ladies can do two each, and we'll get through this. And I think we have, we could probably... Do a little chit-chat on this one. This is a good one. So, Judy, you want to start us off? Okay. Wow, I was drifting away too. I think I'm back. The final call of this treatise is, in contrast to those put forth previously, a personal call from me to you. By now you have seen that your fears of losing yourself to God were unfounded. By now you have seen that yourself 
does not need to stand separate and alone in order to be fulfilled under the mantle of individuality. You have been told to put on a new mantle, a new identity. What does this mean? Now that you have been made ready, I am ready to return you to yourself. Now that you have been made ready, it is time for us to have a personal relationship. We have within these lessons taken you far from your personal self, and I, as your teacher, have all but discounted the personal self I experience in relationship with you. Now in unity, we are ready to be personal again. Gloria? Okay. While the personal self is the subject of the next treatise, this is my invitation to you specifically to enter into a holy and personal relationship with me specifically. While you are here, you have a persona. While this persona is no longer an ego self, but a Christ self, it is still a persona. This is the you who loves, who laughs and loves and cries and share with friends and a world now different than the one you once perceived. I know of this world and I am here to guide you through it. I, too, I am friend to you. I am the corrector of false thinking because I live among you as a thinking being. Think not as I was different than you, and you will realize that we are truly one and being with our Father. As you move into the world with the end of the time of separation and the beginning of the time of unity taking place around you, Practice the beliefs that you have been put forth in this treatise. Now that, know that in the time of unity, the truth will be shared by all. Pass. Good, Gloria. Call upon your relationship with me to aid you. As I call upon you to assist me, in calling all of our brothers and sisters to their return to unity. We call to one another in gratitude. This is the attitude of the wholehearted, the place from which all calls are sounded and received, the place where the true thinking of those united in mind and heart arises. Gratitude is the recognition of the state of grace in which you exist here and remain forever beyond all time and the passing of all forms. It is an attitude of praise and thankfulness that flows between us now. The light of heaven shines not down upon you, but is given and received in equal exchange by all who in creation exist together 
in oneness eternal. Forget not who you truly are, but forget not also to be in joy in your experience here. Remember that the seriousness with which you once looked at life is of the ego. Drape your persona in a mantle of peace and joy. Let who you are shine through the personal self who continues to walk this world a little longer. Listen to my voice as I guide you to your purpose here and linger with you in this time to end all time. We are here together in love to share love. This is not such a frightening task. Let fear go and walk with me now. Our journey together is just beginning as we return to the premise of put forth in the treatise on the art of thought, which is the treatise number one, that of the elevation of form. Amen. It's so beautiful. Oh, my God. I just feel that so much. Thank you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Uh, you know, the, moment, the first time I read this book, I said it's a love letter from Jesus to us. That's the only way I can describe this book, a love letter. So I do, like you, Yvonne, I felt that. Felt it. We are here together in love to share love. It's not such a frightening task. So gentle with us. Oh, wow. Hmm. You know, even that first line in one. In contrast, or he said, the final call of this treatise is in contrast to those put forth, put forth previously, a personal call from me to you. Don't you feel that? Mm. Ah. <sighs> That is beautiful. Yeah. You know, and I, I love how he recognizes, like he says, this is the you who laughs and loves and cries and shares with friends in a world now different than the one you once perceived. I know of this world, and I am here to guide you through it. I, too, am friend to you. Ah, oh, God. Just sit in silence and feel these words. Amen. Yeah, that's the word. Word. Amen. You know, 
I don't know, something I read, I, you know, we read so much along the way, and it was something, one of the, whoever put it out, and it was like a short little piece, and it said, and Jesus said, I don't know how it was put, but I got you back. You know, I got you. I got you back. You're covered. Don't fear anything. I got you back. You know, it's like such a, you know, for me, you know, it's like a, a pal to a pal. I got you. You're my friend, and I'm a, I'm always there. And I always, I got to remind myself, God, Jesus got my back. I'm okay. I'm okay. I can do this. You know, that falling back on somebody, it's there for you no matter what. What more could you ask for in this life? Yeah, Paula, you know, I've been thinking about this, or it's in my heart a lot, I guess. As we go through the book, I, I, I don't have scripture and verse, so to speak, but I do know that later on toward the end, he, he says that don't, don't go to me per se as Jesus, but, but look upon me or look upon us as, as the Christ the one mm-hmm. but come mm-hmm. back and forth this again and again and and this personal call that he calls here this final call this personal call is from me to you i just cannot let go that let go let that go mm-hmm. and and i know you've said that before it's like a it's a love letter to, to me from jesus and i feel that and and that's one of the things that kind of keeps me going is I feel that really that real personal connection somehow. I don't know if I it will evolve later on where I won't feel it like that. I'll just think of it as wholeness or unity or or something else. But right now, as I'm reading this, this text, not only with you but you know in the dead throughout the course of love, I am just connected to the personal call from Jesus to me. And maybe that's my block. I don't know, but we'll see how it goes over the, the this process of my evolution. But to me, it's a personal call. I'm complete with that. Yeah, that's beautiful, Yvonne. Keep that. Yeah. Just keep yeah. that. Don't worry about what's going to come for you. Just let it unfold naturally. And just keep that joy, that glow in your heart. It's beautiful, beautiful to behold. Yeah. Thanks, I'm complete. I just wanted to say thank you, Yvonne, for that. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. You know, we all go through this journey in our own way, like, you know, the words that we read and how it resonates, you know. And, and, and like you said, if that's what's resonating for you, then enjoy it. Don't oh, question yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Just enjoy it. You know, I've gone through the ups and downs. You know, sometimes I could feel that closeness, the... You know the, the the warmth, the protection, and yet I can go into a mode of you know that fear, and all of a sudden I feel alone. You know, and like I you know, and then I start calling out, Jesus, help me, let me see this rightly. And it always comes back, but we're never alone. That, that's when I I remind myself, I'm never alone. 
Never. And that is the truth. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Miss Gloria? Hi. Right now I'm sitting in front of the window and I see the clouds, but the sun is coming through them as a rays. You can mm. see the, the 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 light, and I feel so connected with that light. That is that heaven, heaven is open for me when I want it, when I need it, anytime. And it's what I felt, see the light showing through the clouds. It's beautiful. It's, it's going away, but in the meantime, I felt that, that connection that I know since I am part of God, God is within me. I'm not, I'm not separated. Even sometimes I forget. I forget yeah. and I have to come back and remind myself, talking to myself. You would have come back because you are doing something else, thinking something else. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have this <clears throat> experience, the connection, the source that I always have. You know, in my, in my past life that I know I've been, um, I remember seeing myself running, um, chasing a woman, and that woman fell, and I tried to talk to her close by, and I know it was my mom, and I called her, no answer. So people came and took her away, and they took me away. Um, for two years, in my in my dream, I will say, I didn't know nothing about my mother. But in real life, is what happened to me. My mom died when I was four years old, and no mm-hmm. until six years, my father told me, "Your mom is here." They took me to the cemetery. Your mom is here. She's in heaven, but whatever they told me, I don't remember exactly. <clears throat> but it was a surprise for me. And then when this woman took me back to another life, oh, wow. <laughs> Did I repeat the same thing? Wow. But that's a matter. That's a matter now. I, I know I, for many years I miss her so much that I, in my dreams, I went to different houses and I knock doors all the time. They open and say, is my mother here? No. And they close the doors. No, until my adult life, I accept that that was her time to leave. And I'm grateful that she gave me life. She brought me here. 
and that moment I think I heal myself on that <clears throat> on that hole that she left and <clears throat> and I'm grateful to be here alive so I'm complete oh, wow Gloria wow. oh my god that was I, all I can say is wow that's yeah. incredible. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is incredibly beautiful. What an experience. Yeah. Mm. I'm so profound. Thank you so much, Gloria. You were in a different dimension for some reason. Oh, totally. It's all beyond that. It's all beyond this. Thank you. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Gloria. You know, we do. We take. In every incarnation, we take what we still need to heal with us. And that's the journey, to heal the soul. And that, that's where comes the understanding, the self-love, the forgiveness of somebody. Might be not the same relative, you know, uh, relationship, but it's all the journey of healing. That's why we keep coming back and back to heal. And it happens. Maybe not in this lifetime, but we'll get that opportunity, and that's those what I call those opportunities to heal within. Forgive, forgive myself, whatever hurts or whatever understand them and let them go. Oh boy. Yep. Thank you for that, Paula. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is Yvonne. This is such a beautiful open space for me this evening. Mm. Um, I think it has something to do with the reading itself, but I'm just so grateful that you provide this space for us, Paula. I'm complete. Oh, no. This is a joint Oh, effort. yes. <laughs> this is no coincidence. We are together because <laughs> we're supposed to be together. No and I join with Yvonne in thanking you for making this all possible. Uh, I appreciate that. And I thank you ladies for showing up. Because I don't know, you know, I think about it sometimes. And yeah, I go on other calls and other Zoom sessions and they're great. But this Wednesday night is uh, it's special. It's, it's intimate. I think word, good word yeah. for me, intimate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel very safe in sharing what's in my heart, okay? Mm-hmm. That's where I am. I'm complete. Yeah, that's the word. That's I feel, yeah, I agree with yeah. you, Yvonne. So I do, even too. Though, yeah. You know, these calls are recorded, but who knows if anybody, if they do, they'll hear our, our souls and our hearts, and that's fine. Maybe Absolutely. Yeah, here's something that they need to hear. But it is. It's, I, I hate to use the word. It's, it's therapeutic. 
but it is. It's like a safe place. You know, you can go out in the world. Totally. Many, many people, you know, you show them the different faces, the different sides of yourself. You give up a little here and you give up a little there, but when you have that space where you can truly be who you really are and know there's no judgment, no That's nothing the key. but love. Yeah. That's the key. It's, yeah. it's open and it flows just like a river without impediment or a stream without impediment. It just flows, flows without judgment. There's no blocks, there's no barriers, there's nothing except pure acceptance and pure love. Mm. Yeah. I guess that's what dialoguing is all about. That's what he wants yep. to do, come together. Yeah, that is what dialoguing is about. Absolutely. Sharing from the heart. Yes. Not from the mind. The heart. Yes. Now look at us. We finally concluded the second treatise. I can always read this one over again. <laughs> I hate to say it. Well, we can go on to the third treatise, the treatise on the personal self. Here we go. We've got some deep diving now. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yeah, Paula, this is Yvonne. I noticed at the end of this, he's talking about a treatise on the art of thought which was the first one. Mm-hmm. The first, yeah. And then the second treatise is Treatise on the Nature of Unity, which is what we went through. And now he says that you're going to the, on the personal self. He says, so what does he say in here? He says, the practice. He says, as you move into the world with the end of the time of separation and the beginning of the time of unity taking place around you, practice the belief that have been put forward in this treaty. And know that in the time of the unity, the truth will be shared with you. So what would you say about the personal self? I think you said something here about the personal self, too. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, you did say. Yeah, it's up in the, um, I think in the second paragraph, we, we have within this lesson taken you far from your personal self and I, as your teacher, have all but discounted the personal self I experienced in relationship with you. Now, in yeah. unity, we are ready to be personal again. Wasn't that something? The way he's just yeah. directing, he says the practice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is not academic. No, this is no. living your life. This is every day mm-hmm. and every practicing yes. how to yeah. move beyond. So I, this, I read it earlier this evening, and it really hit me this time in a deeper way, you know, mm-hmm. how he's bringing me along. And uh, uh, like, again, again, I say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. So I'm ready for the personal self if you are. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. This one must be, that's about 13. 
Now, I'm sending them a short. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's see if we can do, say, up to paragraph 10. So how we break that up? Three, six, and some of them short. All right, Judy, why don't you start us off and read one, two, three, and four. And then okay. give on five and six, because then they get meaty. So let's go up to six, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, who's, it's um, Judy, Gloria, and then Gloria. Yvonne. Yeah, Gloria. Okay, so uh, do one to four, and then Gloria will do five, six. And Yvonne, let's do six. Seven and eight. Okay. Okay. Exactly. I take it away, Judy. Okay. The personal self exists as the self you present to others. This is the only way in which the personal self will continue to exist. How about the title of chapter one? Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm just so used to you doing it. Okay. Chapter one. True and false representation. The personal self exists as the self you present to others. This is the only way in which the personal self will continue to exist following the completion and the integration of this course. Previously, the personal self that you presented to others represented an ego self who you believed yourself to be. Now the ego, now the ego has been separated from the personal self so that you may claim your personal self again and present to others a true representation of who you are. While still a representation, there is a huge difference between a true representation and a false representation. The false representation of the ego as the self is what has led to the world you see. A true representation of the self that you are is what we work toward in this treatise and will lead to true vision and to a new world. A representation of the truth not only reveals the truth, but becomes the truth. A representation of what is not the truth reveals only illusion and becomes illusion. Thus, as your personal self becomes a representation of the truth, it will become who you are in truth. Five. As with much of our previous work, the first step in advancing towards this goal is in developing an awareness of what is not the truth. <clears throat> While the ability to distinguish between the true and the untrue has been repeatedly discussed as the ability to separate fear from love. Further guidelines are needed. You who have spent most of your life representing the ego have but given a face to illusion and made it seem real. When I say that you have represented the ego, what I mean is that the personal self as represented by your body while adhering to the ego's thought system. 
become the ego self or an unreal self. An unreal self cannot help but exist. It's an unreal reality. It's, it is if you have been an actor upon a stage. The part you play is unreal. As the setting on which you play it, yet there is a you who has been playing the part, a part that while developed under the ego direction, still allows for bits and pieces of what you are to be seen, felt, and acknowledged. Pass. Thank you, Gloria. The ego's thought system has been replaced by the thought system of unity, and you are left, perhaps, feeling unsure of the part you are now to play. There is not one of you who has not begun to experience this transformation that is in truth occurring. Although you may not as yet have seen the changes you are experiencing as the transformation to which you have been called. (laughs) These changes perhaps seem like little things, a change in attitude here, a change in behavior there. But I assure you that these changes are mighty and are but the result of the change in cause that has occurred through your learning of this course. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. I began this treatise by saying that the personal self exists as the self you present to others and this is the and that this is the only way in which the personal self will now to continue to exist the statement implies and acknowledges your previous belief in a personal self who existed as more than a representation well when joined with the truth this representation will be acknowledged as what it is and as the truth of who you are, to erroneously to erroneously have seen your former representation representation of illusion as the truth of who you are is what has led to your perception of the world of suffering and strife that you have seen. Wow, that's a pretty meaty paragraph there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that is. Hmm. You know, it, it's in that seven, seven. You know, I ha- You know, I think we can all acknowledge that it's whatever you want to call. You know, starting on you know our spiritual path, however we've done it in our own individuated selves, you know, our own way. And you look back, and you know, like you know, maybe not years ago. Even I'd say in the last couple of years. You know, I know I've seen changes within myself. Not completely, but minor. And then they become more more noticeable. And yet there's times I fall back to the old self. 
and then, but it's easier to step up and remember the truth. But there are changes. I'm not alone in this, right, ladies? We don't no way. <laughs> yeah. Right, Paula. We forget. But then we remember. And when we remember, hallelujah, yeah. that's love. When I remember, that's when I thank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. You know, I can honestly think back. I don't know if I was afraid of people. I, I, you know, not afraid, but I was closed off. I'll say that's the word, closed off. Like, you know, in school, was I a popular? No. I was kind of a loner, you know, always feeling on the outside, never feeling part of the crowd. And, you know, that was a long time ago. And and I noticed, you know, as I matured. And it's only like in the last couple of years that I really feel close to people. Not afraid. Let's explain. Took me this lifetime, I think. Maybe it was getting to like me. You know? The little me. The personal me. Anyway, I'm babbling at this point. So I'll be quiet. Mm. No, you're not babbling. I think that this is something that is very personal, very important to you. And I think that the more, I believe anyway, that the more we speak out about anything that is kind of a a deep root, the um, looser the hold that old feeling has, and it frees us up to either, you know, to uh, remove it or to transform it, uh, to change it in some way. So you're not babbling, honey. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like, you know, I know for me, like, I get this very personal, like, feeling. It's like something so deep. And I say, like, like, where is that coming from? Why? You know, in a relationship with someone or someone you just, an acquaintance or a situation. It's like, it's like, wow. There's something here that I have to look at. Like, why can't I just adjust to this or just? Like it's it's just dealing with everyday situations where it seems so. I I can't explain what I'm trying to say. Experiencing life in our own way. I don't know. I understand, Paula. I do too. I completely understand what you're saying and where you're coming from. I do. Yeah. 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 Navigating in this world. Mm-hmm. Glory, mm-hmm. <coughs> I get the feeling you are always a people's person. I write on that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just uh, something when I, 
I start coughing. So anyway, <clears throat> I was thinking about myself that I didn't know the ego. I mean, at school people talk about um, psychologists, psychiatrists talking about ego, but in a different way I thought about it. Now, mm-hmm. being Catholic <clears throat> in the past, the ego possible will be the devil, but I didn't believe in the devil either. So, but thinking about my younger's life, when I start going to college and work and work and get married and whatever, I knew how the ego, now I know how the ego controlling me in many ways with fears, with anger, judging, and so on and on. And I said, I'm glad now I understand. And I have to retract myself when I have my thoughts of anger or judging, whatever, that is the ego part. And I say, wait a minute, that is not what you're supposed to be thinking or doing. So, and then I said, I'm glad I know the ego now. My personality, of course, is not an entity, but it's my personality that for many years I I didn't know, I ignored it. But I survived anyway. (laughs) And now, (laughs) and anyway, I am now know that Jesus is with me. When my son was to go to school in high school, <clears throat> I drop him to school and I go to work, and I always see Jesus holding him, put his hand over his shoulder, my son's shoulder, and go and work away to the school. Well, <clears throat> Later on, my son told me, he said, I have a problem, ma'am, at school. What is it? Um, it's, it's a bunch of black kids that they, um, they teaching me. They tell me things, and they want to fight with me. And my son never was a fight, fighter or anything like that. They were a peaceful kid. So, but... One of them was removed by the parents to another school for whatever reason. And my son said, you know, I think Jesus helped me. I I never heard him to say that because the kid moves and I don't have no problems now. And I said Mm. to myself, yeah, Jesus was there and I know I called him. I saw him with my my third eye, I will say, mm-hmm. that he was protecting him. And this is my thinking and experience, and complete. Wow, that was perfect, so Gloria. Yeah. That's perfect. That's, um, mm. that's awesome. And oh, true, Gloria, anyway, that's- I've, experienced, I've experienced much the same thing. And I remember um, I, I actually... My process is a little different. 
so I, what, we're, what, we're, what I'm talking about is the form, that the content of what I experience is exactly the same as what you experience. And I just wanted to acknowledge you for that. It's beautiful. Thank mm. you. Thank you, Julie. guys. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to say hello. It's Anna. Oh. Sorry. Oh, welcome. Gloria. When I heard um, when I heard the entry tone, I said, "I hope that's Lana." And there you were. Oh, aren't you sweet? Well, last week I couldn't be here because my daughter came over, and we had a really nice visit. And oh, tonight, um, I had another visitor, but she but she just left, so I'm all yours. And I'm glad to be here for a little while. I'm sorry I missed the reading. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, we went, we finished the second treatise and we started into the third treatise and we were reading chapter one, True and False Representation. And that's on page 280 in the third. I in the love part. The third, oh, I love the, it. Yeah. yeah, so Lana, that's where we're at. We were taught, it goes very deeply into the personal self. The personal self exists as the self you represent to others. So how about that? Yeah. Well, it's, it's really it's so wonderful to have Jesus as a as um, uh, example of life because you know um, he let go of the ego and that's all he did. He represented himself. Um, as the truth of who he was instead of as an ego identity. So we have a marvelous example to look to in how to do that. Oh, yeah. amen. Yep. And, and, you know, we were saying how gently, you know, he takes us by the hand to this work, you know, and particularly when we concluded the second, you know, the, the second treatise, and there's that last paragraph, I mean, the whole last paragraph, the whole chapter, that final call was just a love letter to all of us, you know, with such love. Forget oh, not yeah. who we are, yeah. but forget not also to be a joy in your experience here. Yeah, that, we were just so true <laughs> in the love. <laughs> Now, this is one of the places or one of the parts of A Course of Love that I really uh, love that it extends from A Course of Miracles because um, it was, a miracle, it was A Course of Miracles, uh, and, and I adored it. It's my mainstay, you know. But I, um, you know, as a lot of students, as they discover who they are not, um, if they're not an ego, and they're, yet they're still walking around in this perceptual realm in a body, in a world. So if I'm not an ego, then I'm, I'm still in this world, then who the heck am I, you know? And, <laughs> and it's, it's like this transitional point where um, A Course of Love, you know, explains to us that we can... Um, embrace our humanity, not as an ego, but as a reflection of the truth of who we are, just like Jesus did. He didn't have an ego, but he still walked around in a body, and he still walked around in the world representing 
um, his father, he who sent him. Um, and that's what we're, I think we're called to do, too, to represent he who sent us um, right. in, in truth. And um, although still in a perceptional realm, we still can represent the truth of who we are while we are um, in form in a world or seem to be. So anyway, I'm complete. Thank you. Yeah, no, perfect, great, Donna. Donna. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he, he says to us in, in paragraph three, the false representation of the ego as the self is what has led led to the world you see. A true represent representation of the true self, representing the big S, you are in is what we work towards in this treatise, and the lead to true vision and to a new world. That's the key. That's our job. Yeah. And it's an inside job. It's an inside job. Yep. We're not we're not gonna reach it from we're not gonna reach it from mm-hmm. anywhere except going deep within ourselves and connecting. Using the connective mm-hmm. of the inner realms. The access That's to the inner true. realms. We can repurpose everything made by the ego we can okay. repurpose it to serve the atonement. And I think that's what Jesus did. You know, he yeah. just repurposed everything to mm-hmm. serve the atonement and to uh, be a reflection of the truth of them. So this is this yeah. is cool stuff. I really love it. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> that's things and sliced bread. I'm telling you. <laughs> Great, Lana. This is Yvonne. I'm so happy you said that, because the yeah. person, like a personal self, becomes a represent, representation of the truth. It will become mm-hmm. who you are, because we do live, we do live in a world. We do live in this this, this third dimension, and it's really, really, it's really refreshing for me to be able to see. I don't have to uh, try to forget or try to uh, uh, ignore the personal self. You know, this is the personal self. I'm living in this world, but I can reflect the truth of who I am as being in the tr- personal self as well. Thank you, Lana. I'm complete. Oh, yeah. yes. Jesus never denied his humanity. He just denied his ego self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he achieved a state of being that we all aspire to. As you exactly. said, he is the example. Yeah, he's the example life. And all we're doing is we're aspiring to be that same way, aspiring to reach that state of mind or that state of beingness where we are it. Yes, and proud of it. Oh, well, yeah. Not, no. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> Happy to be a reflection of the truth of who we are. Yes. Happy to be that. And, and, and that's, that's an insight exactly. right? yeah, for all of us. It's great. Mm-hmm. Have a choice. And, you know, and he says it right here, representation of the truth not only reveals the truth but becomes the truth. A representation of what is not the truth reveals only illusion and becomes illusion. Thus, Correct. your personal self becomes a representation of the truth. It will mm-hmm. become who you are in truth. And you just said that, Lana. Yeah. And all we need to just do is practice. How, practice. how easy it was for us to believe that we were an ego. 
and how much more powerful love and truth are that we can have that same I mean I know back in the day I was certain I was certain I was an ego you know so to have that certainty only knowing that I am the son of God and to have that same certainty <laughs> that would be really wonderful I'm getting there getting there not quite there but I'm getting there <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, that feeling. Well, I'm there, but I'm not there. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> one of my biggest, one of my biggest challenges, and I know Paula, you love to word, love to use the word opportunity, and I do find mm-hmm. it uh, challenging, and I do, and that is allowing the love of God to arise within me to the point that that's all I feel. That's a mm-hmm. challenge, and an opportunity. Mm-hmm. As I let God's love within me, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I'm sorry. I spoke over you. Go ahead. Finish, Judy. Um, the feeling, the experience of allowing God's love to uh, experiencing the feeling of God's love in me. The, the more I allow it <clears throat> in me, it just kind of overtakes. And I haven't reached that point. That's kind of what I practice all the time. Not all the time. That was a lie. I don't practice it all the time. I practice it when I remember to do, much like, which, like most mm-hmm. of us, I guess, is getting easier every day. But it's still, and it's still not bad, and it is still a challenge. And experiencing that feeling of God's love pushes everything else away. It's not like I have to um, work on all my defects or work on all my imperfections or anything like that. They are who I am, or at least they're a part of me. I love them all. And at the same time, just allowing God's love into my whole being basically doesn't allow any, any other thing in. And if my purpose is to allow God's love in me and then only to extend God's love, then I don't know what else I, there is I need to do. Mm. And with that, I am complete. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. You know, I get up in the morning and I can, you know, I can say, well, I'm going to be a reflection of who I am. I'm going to be kind and compassionate to people. I'm going to be there if anybody needs help. I'm going to be kind, you know, I'm I cooked dinner for Earl today, and he actually said thank you. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, start, I'm starting to see effects of, of uh, I'm, I'm starting to see the effects of functioning in this world as a representation of the truth of who I am. I'm a kind, loving person, and the more I do that, the more it reinforces that awareness of. That's who I truly am. I don't have, it's not play acting. It's just being who I really am. And it's a pleasant experience. And I'm all with you. I'm done with fixing defects. What you see is what you do, you know? The good, the bad, and the ridiculous. You know, I'm just, I don't even, I don't even pay it any mind. I just go forward in the present. Um, I don't look back on the past. Nothing there except my loving memories, and mm-hmm. um, I just go forward. It's like an, 
it becomes like a new beginning. I can take every day and do the work of he who sent me. <laughs> Be about my yeah. father's business. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. It's a glorious feeling. <laughs> you know, I, I take such solace. I've always said it, and I, I always say, God loves me with all my warts and pimples. <laughs> he still loves me. Yeah. Like you're perfect. He sees I'm perfect in God's eyes. We're all perfect in God's eyes. <laughs> yeah. The challenge I, I do believe that the challenge are perfect. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just said even our warts and pimples are perfect warts and pimples. <laughs> oh totally. Oh totally. Our our imperfections is what makes us perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I like what you said because I know I'm a kind, caring person. I am. I know that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you are. You know, I, I, if somebody needs help, I'm. You know, like yes, I'm here to help. And I know that of myself, and I like that part of me. You know, because there yeah. was. A, and oh, I yeah. think I was always a kind person. I was. I I remember. Mm-hmm. I, I was a spiteful child. I'm going to say that because I was angry. I was an angry child. I was a hurting child. And I had this spiteful side to me, you know. But then, fortunately, you know, as I grew older and mellowed, and that's not who I am. I mean, it took a lot of years. No, but I can remember that. And I look back, but I I understood that I understand that child. And God understood her. She was hurting. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I was a fearful, selfish child. <laughs> I, was, I, I, was I remember very, that. I was fearful. I was very fearful as a child. Yes. Yeah. If there's nuns and priests don't scare the pants off of you, I don't know what will. And I was just, <laughs> every day I went to school being terrified. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had Jesus, so... He took good care of me, so that was good. Yeah. That is a good thing, absolutely. Paul, uh, Lana, I have a question. When were you aware of, quote-unquote, Jesus being there for you? Were you very young, or was this something you, you, you came to as you came in the dark? I met him on the playground. I met Jesus on the playground in first grade. I was such a fearful child that the nun had to go and get my brother, who was a grade or two ahead of me, at recess to come down and hold my hand. And um, as luck would have it, one day my brother was sick. And I remember it just as if it was yesterday. It's such a vivid memory, and it was such a gift to remember it. But I was leaning up against the wall, the brick wall of the school, looking out on the playground, everybody else playing, and I felt someone hold my hand. And um, and it was just as if any one of you were holding my hand. It was a tactile, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, experience. And I looked, no one was there, but I knew it was there. I knew mm-hmm. it was Jesus. I just had this inner knowing of who it was. And, of course, back then I didn't know anything about forgiveness or anything, but all I knew is that whenever I was afraid, all I had to do was call on Jesus, and my fear went away. And I and I always said when I left the Catholic Church, I took Jesus with me, and he traveled, he's traveled through with me all my life. 
even at work, you know, before I answer the phone, I call on Jesus. You know, before I, I get in the car and drive anywhere, I call on Jesus. You know, he just became, uh, he's just walked through my life with me. Before A Course in Miracles, before any spiritual path that I chose or stumbled upon, <laughs> you know. So he's been there since my, I don't know, his first or second grade. But that's where I met Jesus. Well, Lana, thank you. I think, this is Yvonne, I think I heard you say this before, but mm-hmm. that's, a, that's such a young age that yeah. you had connection. That's, mm. that's yeah. amazing. Thank you. And, I, and it was such a trick. It, it knocked me off my feet, literally. I stumbled and fell on the ground after I got up. And uh, I don't know, you know, I had another memory of, uh, I think it was the moment moment I fell asleep in my mind because I just quickly, I was standing, and you might have heard this, I mean, uh, Paula before, but I was standing under the kitchen table. I couldn't have been more than two or three years old, but again, I remember it like so vividly. I was standing on, holding on to the center banister of the table, watching all the adult legs go by, and I remember having the thought, what am I doing here? And it wasn't about being under the table. It was about, what am I doing here? You know, what was I doing here? And, um, you know, you go about trying to answer that question your whole life. But it was funny because, you know, all I can do is say, well, then I walked out into the kitchen. I I learned my name was Lana. I learned I lived in this big house with my great-grandparents and my grandparents and my parents and my brother. And, um, you know, uh, and I would just walked right into the dream. I walked right into it and took on that identity. And I often think, well, maybe that was when I forgot who I was because why would I ask that question? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and yeah, that's when I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, so, that makes perfect sense. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you wow. know, I don't know why we remember these things, but I know there's a reason for it. I, I know that there's a purpose for everything. So yeah. I'm glad I do. Well, Lana, but you were falling asleep at two or four or five or six years old. That's pretty early. <laughs> Most of us fall asleep until we're 50 or 60. I'm only speaking for myself oh. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was asleep <laughs> on my life, not really understanding anything, but it seems like you had a connection at four or five when you were under the table. You couldn't have been very big when you were just under the table and could see people's legs. You must have been three or four. Oh, I had to be Three, two or three. Eight. But, you know, I uh, but I didn't have any, you know, it wasn't until I was almost, well, I guess in my mid-20s, 20, late 20s, I started um, looking spiritually. But up until that point, you know, I, I had no sense of spirituality or God or anything. You know, I, I always called on Jesus, but I, I never was attached to any, um, after I left the Catholic Church, I, I, you know, even then, I mean, I went there because my parents sent me there. I didn't have any attachment to it because I didn't believe anything they taught me. And I had a bunch of made-up sins that you didn't get hollered at that I told in confession. I told the same five or six <laughs> sins every time. Because I knew the ones the priest hollered wow, at me. That's 
That's amazing creativity. <laughs> Love you, Lana. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, I would never say I miss man. Oh, my God. That was the worst thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. <laughs> oh, we all did the best we can. That's oh, all I know. Again, what we know at the moment. You made up a few things every time. That is, just, that is hysterical. Isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That was a lovely laugh. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, this is Yvonne. I know, Lana, it seems like you had this memory or some kind of connection at a very early age. Yeah. The first time I had a connection that there was something other than me was when I I had commute when I was confirmed. I must mm. have been 11 or 12 in the Anglican Church of England Church. I don't know, Polly, you being Catholic, when you guys were confirmed. But I was confirmed at 11 or 12, and we had confirmation classes and so on, and was really taken seriously, you know, what we were doing. And when the, the bishop put his hands on my head, and, quote, I don't know what he said. He said something, you know, to represent that I was, I don't know what it was. I should go back and find out what these words were. But when he put his hand on my head, I had such an electric a feeling that went through my body that I didn't really understand that until later when I start doing yoga and, and meditation and so on and I start to understand all of the, you know, the energy that went from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. And mm-hmm. I didn't know any of that then at 11 or 12 years old. But what he did by putting his hand on my head and saying bless you or whatever he said, that generated such an electric uh, feeling within my within my body that I never forgot it. So that's mm. my that's my first wow. something. Yeah, wow. that's, a, trans, that's a transfer of energy. Yeah, transfer of energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. kundalini energy. Yeah, which for me is just love. It's it's the power of that love energy. I had a friend, um, you might know him, Paul, his name's Devin, and he lived at my house, like my son, and we had that connection. When we just joined hands, it was like an electric shock going all through me, and he mm. just had access to that Christ consciousness and that energy that he could extend out to people, and um, you, know, you don't forget these experiences that's why but Jesus I just want us to have experiences. Yeah, I think about that that bishop now after fifty, sixty, seven, sixty years, sixty five years. Yeah. And I think about him, the the consciousness and and uh the presence that he exhibited when he blessed me. He did that mm-hmm. from the bottom of his heart. I mean, I only know mm-hmm. that from something that I got. Uh, but you can imagine that there's some bishops out there, um, you know, they're not <laughs> there are some of them are in the Catholic Church and in the Anglican Church and so on. But it's just amazing now when I reflect all these years later that he was conscious and he had an intention to do that for me. 
And mm-hmm. that's a miracle. That's a blessing. I'm so grateful for that. Sure is. Yes. And the fact that he knew it and he could utilize that loving power he had to extend it out to others. Wow. That, that He was a blessing. He was a blessing. You know, yep. You know, you know what? We all have that power within it, within us. We all have that same power within us. Most of us just don't know how to direct it or use it, but we we possess it. We, possess we do. It all. So last yes. week, I had my daughter came over, and um, I was in a terrible back pain. You know, my spinal stenosis was acting up, and my daughter and I we had wonderful spiritual conversations so we started talking about you know you know the usual stuff forgiveness and healing and love and and um you know inner peace you know we were just having a beautiful discussion and um she was here for about an hour and then um she was getting her stuff together getting ready to leave and she knew that I was in pain, so, you know, she asked, how's your, you know, because we had been talking for an hour, and she says, Mom, how's your pain doing now? And it was gone. <laughs> it was totally gone. Of course. I had wow. no pain that night, and it was such a beautiful healing, and all we did was we joined together in unity and shared the love of God. And mm-hmm. in that energy, in that awareness, in that sharing and joining uh, the pain just disappeared. It just left my awareness, and um, it was. Um, and and you know, I don't know why I'm surprised by it anymore because it happens <laughs> yeah. often. And um, it's it's um, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. And you're right; we all have it, but whether mm-hmm. we choose to use it or not, that's another exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. In fact, you noticed that the last time I was here, Paula, when you said the energy of my voice, just from sharing the love of God and being with you guys on the call, I my voice sounded stronger, you know, a oh, little yeah. while into the call. You know, so that's yeah. another example of it. It's a spiritual energy that just kicks uh-huh. in when you share the love of God in whatever way you choose to do it, you know. So um, as individuals, we... As individuated beings, we express it in our own unique ways. However, the content cannot be missed. It is so apparent. Yes. The expression, of course, individually, of course, is, is the form of how it comes out. But the content of God's love, that's universal. And we experience it. it. Beautiful. Uh, this is... Sorry. This is Gloria. Um, I think somebody wants to talk before no, me. Go ahead, Gloria. Go ahead, Gloria. No, go. Okay. no uh, Gloria. Go ahead. No, Gloria. Go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. I, I was listening. Uh, I think it was Yvonne say the um, the Catholic Church uh, touch you has. It was Yvonne. Is that correct? Yeah, well, it's not a Catholic church. You know, I mean, okay. church broke it off. It was Christian. Uh, it's but it was, 
still the same. Just say Christian. It was still, you know, right. whether Catholic, <clears throat> Protestant, it was Christian. That's the word. Uh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, my experience on that is doing uh, my meditation. Uh, I learned to do the meditation very deep because I took some mind control classes <clears throat> for a while. Oh, my God. And I, I was meditating very deep. Suddenly, I saw myself and it under a tree uh, weeping and crying. And suddenly, I felt a hand over my head. And I looked. It was Jesus. And he said, You things have been forgiven. Forgive yourself. And he took off. Mm. It was so real when mm-hmm. I felt that. That in that time, my son, um, <clears throat> I was taking my son to some acupressure treatment for asthma. And the lady there, she was doing that. She was very spiritual. And she moved, probably this story already here, some of you, but maybe not. Anyway, uh, she moved to another building, and a new one for me. And um, I took my son that day, and I said, um, Carol, where are the bathrooms? And she said, she directed me where to go. So I went there. I opened the door, and right close to the mirror is this painting or photo, I don't know what it was, exactly the woman sitting on the ground and Jesus touching her head. Oh my gosh, I said, that's what I was. That's what I felt, that's what I saw. So (laughs) rapidly, my friend, I said, Carol, where did you get that picture? He said, oh, I found it in a garage sale, and I like it. I said, I never saw it. And I mentioned to her my experience. She said, yeah, maybe it was you. Just believe it. That mm-hmm. She says, with you, always. That our experience is so like it was yesterday. Not even mm-hmm. that far. That's beautiful. Her, yeah. Me hope. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gloria, can I ask you a question? Yeah, that's great. Can yes. I ask you a question, Gloria? Yes. Yes. Was okay. The course that you took was it Silva S or Mind Dynamics? Well, I didn't understand. Can you repeat it? Yeah, you said you took a um, uh, a Mind Awareness course. And I was just asking uh, which one it was. Oh, mind control. Silver? Um, yeah, mind control. No, the silver. It's very similar, but it was a different Yes. Um, okay, that's what I was technique. asking you. Was it, was it mind dynamics with Alexander Everett? No, I don't think so. The uh, engineer that was teaching the class was... Uh, he mentioned about the, the silver. There was some yeah. things that he didn't like it. Yeah. I, I, it was too much people try to control somebody. And, and it was yeah. not the, 
the purpose to teach, to learn. Yes, and absolutely. To, to I totally agree. agree. Yeah. Yeah. The to reason I'm asking is, yeah, no, I, yeah. The reason I'm asking is um, because that was that's the course that I taught for about twenty five, thirty years. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> that's, wow! Mm-hmm. That's great. Wow! Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did, yeah they, did they put, okay, do you remember any of the exercises or any of the uh, cycles? Did they use the colors of the rainbow? Uh, no, what uh, this engineer was teaching us more about our body and somebody else's body to help <clears throat> a healing, how yes. much the mind can help you to heal your body. You know, oh, absolutely. To me, yeah, that's part of the course. Yeah, that was part of the course. Yeah. yeah. Right. And right. how long did the course last? Was it a three-day or a four-day? Oh, no. It took about a month, the first, okay. the first um, yeah. And then yeah, my, okay. sister, my sister took, I don't know how many, and she became clairvoyant. After that, mm-hmm. she became clairvoyant. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It changes. <laughs> anyway, I well, I'm glad to know about it. Yeah, the same thing happened I'm to glad. me. I became clairsentient, actually, not clairvoyant so much, although I do have some clairvoyance. I'm mostly clairsentient and clairaudient. Okay. But yeah, because I, yeah, I took the course you know, and then I, I ended up taking the teacher's book. training, and then I ended up teaching it for years. Oh. So I, I'm oh, really wow. thrilled to hear that you took that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I know Wonderful. that's completely aside everything aside from everything, but it just I know it just grabbed my curiosity and helped me reflect yeah. back on many years ago. <laughs> well that's uh, mind training. You know, and of course in miracles it's all about mind training. And um that's all we're doing is training our minds to behave. <laughs> yeah, there's there's this particular course, it was very popular in the seventies. And there were two schools of thought. One was the Silva method, which was really kind of cold and, and um, I don't know, it, it, was, it had a different feel to it. Whereas the one that I took mm. and I subsequently taught was from Alexander Everett. And it was uh, mm. mind dynamics. And mind dynamics wow. um, uh, kind of grew into, I think, a life stream or life something. Anyway, it had, it had a number of offshoots. But as far as I was concerned, it was the most powerful thing I have ever done. And I loved it so much. I was so tuned into it, so turned on by it. I had to teach it. It just, that was what became a calling for me in those days. Uh-huh. I did the S yeah. training back in the 70s. That was pretty yeah, powerful. But, but, um, yeah, this, but this, this, course, got, yeah um, this course is very yeah. much, this course is very much like S, except it, except for a few significant differences, okay? And the, the focus more on the one that I took from Alexander was more based on marrying together the humanity and the divine and doing it through uh, structured meditations, guided meditations that had a lot of silence in it that allowed for everybody to have their own experience. Guided, yet the experience would be all yours. It was, yeah, it was a little bit different. It was so powerful. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a little bit different. But, but the S training, I met so many people, and that's 
uh, that really got me started on spirituality because I yeah. started following, you know, Alan Watts and um, Joe Goldsmith. And yeah. then I got um, um, one of the people I carpooled with to one of the uh, seminars was a Jesuit um, seminarian. And he was reading A Course in Miracles in the back seat. So I asked him what he was reading. And, um, you know, that, and so it sounded interesting. Um, but it was, mm-hmm. I started reading books by Hugh Prather and um, also mm-hmm. And they really got me to actually buy oh, the yeah. book. Um, their books were so wonderful. But no, it oh, wasn't very far off from Joe Goldsmith either. Joe Goldsmith was... Um, he he really uh, wrote about uh, things that were very similar to A Course in Miracles. So it was just mm-hmm. my next stepping stone. You know, Jesus yeah. kind of puts up little breadcrumbs, you know, that you just follow them along. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, I know that uh, several of my students uh, in the 70s were also Course in Miracles students. And they made so many references between the Course in Miracles and the, and the course that I was teaching that I knew that I had to read A Course in Miracles. <laughs> and it was yeah. just after it came yeah. out. Yeah. I thought that way to be too. It was something, i got to do this. There was this yeah. compulsion. was like, you got to do this. You know, it wasn't even oh, a choice. Yeah. It's like, this no, is it next. It was just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Got, exactly. Because it really was inclusive of, you know, I'd read so many sacred writings, the Bhagavad Gita and, and all that. Mm-hmm, and of course, yeah. the miracles seemed to like bring it all together. It <laughs> did. Didn't it it? All <laughs> yeah. That was a great conversation. I would, yeah, I would love to talk to you more about this. It's, I'm still fresh and I still want to learn more about it. Uh, do you use the pyramids to, for some practicing? Oh, yeah, absolutely um, everything. Anything that is useful, anything that is effective, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we use the pyramids. I have, in my um, studio, I have some, I make some pyramids with a paper, I mean, cartoon paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I have a headache, I just put it over my head and Perfect. it clears the headache. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know what else you can use pyramids for? Sharpen razors. Change the molecules in a glass of water. Anything that you put a right. pyramid on or over will change it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I Very on the East Coast. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry for hogging the last part. I'm just so tickled that you girls no, have taken all that stuff. That's just amazing. Yeah. No, very, very interesting. It's so. all good. It's all good. Well, good night, everybody. I'm glad I caught up with you before it was too late. Yeah. Hopefully, okay. yeah. Next week. All right, everyone. Love you. Have a good I night. Love you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Night, God bless you, all of you. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Bye.